All right. Um, so the record button has been pressed, so it is time for going somewhere. Joel's finding the flow. Like real philosophical sort of discussions. You know when people get high? <laughs> it's pure Joel. Don't count your fans before the hit. <laughs> but we hit a flow in the conversation. Um, I think I'm open I mean, your mind head. with. I think I'm gonna hit. Finding the flow with Joel Franklin. Sean Monk. I got Sean Monk, which um, actually I was I was told to say today's show is entitled Island Inspirations with my guest, Chef Sean Monk. All right, rounds of applause. Maybe a little. You can talk, Sean. How's it going, Joel? <laughs> Pretty good. Um, so I'm just finding out that my, my headphones are too short. Um, so, uh, Sean, you are a talented man. You're, you're, uh, getting older, but you act young, <laughs> right? How, how old are you, Sean? Fifty. You're fifty. Fifty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And I'm about half of the, your age. Um, and, uh, I just was, um, wondering, you know, since you've had quite a long life, you know, you must have quite a bit of stories, right? I mean, you uh, started in a completely other side of the country, mm-hmm. right? You started in Las, uh, um, Nevada. Yeah. Where in Nevada? Uh, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. So you're, see, I have a friend, Dan, who um, goes to Las Vegas once a year, and he's, he's um, gotten completely tired of it, like doesn't care about it at all. He like, you know, everyone thinks, oh, man, that's great. You know, you get to go to Las Vegas every year, you know? And he just has the attitude like, yeah, I've been there, done that, um, you know, unless I have tons of money or whatever, it's just not, you know, you know, the party scene isn't that great. It gets old. It gets old, I guess. It's, it's, so, so he goes there for conventions or something? He goes there for right. conventions. He, he's a, a marketing guy, so, so he does some sort of convention. So is it a big convention center? The largest in the world. Yeah, uh, like, like just conventions. All the and all of that stuff, yeah. So, so you think it's like a central location or it just happens to be what happens? Rich people go. I I think a lot of it has to do with the size of the convention centers there. Hilton, oh, okay. I think the Hilton has the largest in the world. So I, I they have the uh, the best Star Trek conventions. There, yes, yes, yeah. So what, what have you ever been to Star, anything like that? You got Star Trek. You've got uh, Magic, which is uh, fashion. Star Wars. You've got um, Comic Con. You've got Comic Con. You've got uh, the the you know porn industry. Uh, uh, naturally, naturally. Uh, what would you call it? The awards are there as well as the convention. Okay. And that's yeah. a, name a few. Yeah. So if you uh, kept track of your, um, you know, uh, pornography awards, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's on the mainstream media, but I guess, I guess you would get, there would be uh, an award system for that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it must be for the high class. I mean, like, I don't even know what, what, like there must, I guess it's what shows up on the, the, the pay, payable TV stations. Right. 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 I guess. Uh, yeah. There's a couple companies not that i know it's like pay, pay, like basically playboy but, patting itself in the back but it's like wicked pictures i think is based out of las vegas wicked pictures okay yeah. Yeah. so yeah yeah that's uh, they got nothing else to do you know it's it's a huge <laughs> cesspool for like you know uh large-breasted women right i mean las vegas is full of that sort of scene yeah yeah yeah. it's like a giant movie set 
giant movie set. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. It's all like um, cardboard. You go up to the pillars. Well, that's not necessarily true. I mean, <clears throat> you go to Caesar's Palace, and you the, those are marble. They've been imported from Italy, but... A lot of places you go, like, you know, you walk up to something and you can knock it in. It's like hollow. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. 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 I mean, why would, why would they? I mean, they, they, I think the way that you build in Las Vegas is like get ready for it all to go away. Exactly. Time, right. Yeah. I mean, all they need is the water to go, you know, mm-hmm. that, and that's so seems temperamental, you know, like Las Vegas would be nothing without they're, they're, the they're, Colorado River. They're like totally um, panic, you know, and, and air conditioning. Yeah, if without those no two things, you would die. Yeah, or or water, <laughs> you would basically die. <laughs> so it's just it's like United States, like going out of its way to like uh, just say, "Look at us! Look at all the wealth we got!" It's like it's like totally um, Egyptian or something like that. But it's actually it's more than, than America. It's more like uh, corporations and like rich people just just like to mount it up in the most un- unnecessary place, and then like you know. Just make it completely obsessive or uh, obscene in its in its you know uh, magnificence, and, and in the middle of nowhere. Right. Well, it's funny. You know, you go to the third world country, and it's the guy with the most goats. You know, yep. he's the wealthiest, and it makes <laughs> a little more more sense than gold because you can't really eat gold. Yeah, but then <laughs> gold gold makes more sense than money, at least. You know, gold gold at least is like the reason that gold became gold. I was thinking about this myself because I mean, like like you know, for me and you. You know, I especially in our little community, I would happily trade some music for for uh, well done pizza. You know, something. You know, like you're you're you've got a skill of making food. You know, and you could probably take some shit that I brought from the forest and make something good out of it. So so that's kind of brings us forward to what you do. I mean, I, I I still have a lot to say, but let let's get off Las Vegas. But like, what do you do now? I'm uh, doing farm to the table, um, planting. But no, what are you like your main? I mean, yeah, you're you're a yeah, coworker yeah. Well, at the fellowship, but you're like you're a cook. Yeah, yeah, I'm a cook, but but I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be here Limit if I yourself. wasn't involved with all the steps, everything else. Sure, sure, it's the idea of having it from the farm to the table, yep. sustainable farming. Um, you are also a caregiver, caregiver, you're and also taking care of the you know being able to clean, feed people, cleaning with the stuff that I helped prepare. Yep. Yeah, I mean, the thing I like about Sean is that, you know, I mean, you know, whether like whether one way or the other, he always seems to be able to to try to make go for the the main point, you know, which is like trying to do everything ourselves. Right. Yep. You know, and uh, and that that's nice because I was just just today we made a lasagna and uh, two parts of the lasagna were cheese that no one else really would feel one comfortable enough or or be able to make anything of it. But right. but it was our cheese. We it's made our it. cheese. Yeah. I know we made it. Like what the fuck? You yeah, know? And it was delicious. Yeah, yeah. Artist artisanal cheeses that you guys are preparing right now is pretty uh, exciting. In fact, I'm going to go to the cheese cave today to take pictures. Is there a lot in there? Yeah, that's be- looking beautiful. And right that now. beer cheese, you know, and you're, we're yeah, working yeah, on yeah, beer yeah. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, man. Um, so so sh- sh- yeah. Um, I've been making cheese. I I think I don't know if this is really. I've talked too much about this, but I have been making my own beer and cheese for quite a while now. Like, uh, we've been making cheese, or I've been joining the cheese force since Christmas time. And we have things to show from that time. Like, we got a cheddar that's still here from Christmas, you know. So, so essentially, you know, it's, you know, cheese is cool like that. You know, it can start right when you do. And, uh, but, but either way, that just shows how long we've been doing it, you know. And I've had my, 
my fuck ups, our failures, and um, like one of them being like the the ricotta you used. That was a failure. I used uh, one of Leaf's mother cultures, and it was too strong. It acidified the thing way too fast when I when I added it to the milk, and so it went to a different form. It changed from mozzarella to well, it's, it's basically like chopped up mozzarella. I mean, did you you notice it wasn't like it was like kind of between a parmesan and a ricotta, dryish, right? The 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 ricotta I made. I mean, it, I just called it ricotta, but really, it's just like um, you know, unusable cheese waste. You know, right. it's de- well usable cheese cheese product. You know, and that's basically what it was. It was filler. Well, I used actually the um, the mozzarella. Uh, did, you use, mozzarella. did you use the ricotta? It was really for, uh, firm. No. no. Uh, I used the mozzarella, and it was very firm, but it was good. It was closer to provolone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that, that's what I did. It seems to be the way that I can find to make a shreddable mozzarella, because any other way, it's... It, it really worked degree. out well, because I mixed it with uh, mozzarella as yeah, well, yeah. so mm-hmm. it was a nice blend. I like to try to use three-cheese blend when I do lasagna. Yep. Um, it was meltable. It was very meltable. But then the, the nice thing about those three things we mentioned, actually, we can mention a fourth one, too. We're talking about beer, talking about cheese, yep. and we'll, and bread. But bread. they're all made from living organisms, you know, and oh, yeah. it's amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, everything. Wine, wine. Wine, yep. And, um, all of those are in some way related cheese. to some sort of fermentation or some right. sort of uh, process where a long, over a long period of time, microorganisms affect it. I, I mean, I could go through every one. I mean, it, it's it's not that big because each one of these has very simple ingredients, right? But they're amazing, right? I mean, because the ingredients are really the millions of things that are going into it. And so, like, one sourdough, right? Um, or just plain old using yeast in, like, a very, you know, uh, good way where it's basically let it sit in the yeast for a while, let it mix with the dough. And so, and a starter, you so know. yeast is re- preserved, you know, culture that was, um, you know, because if you put bread in, that's why they call it sourdough. If you put bread in its natural environment, wet, wet dough or whatever, it will start bubbling up. Right, right. With, and with the environment. And in San Francisco, they're famous for their San Francisco sourdough. Because they have starters, though, that go back over 100 years that they sure. still use. At, but they starter came from whatever was in the air in, exactly. in, in San Francisco. And, and same thing goes with cheese. Cheese, you know, they called that sourdough, you know, uh, um, they call it, call it San Francisco because it's, cause it's related. I mean, in the old days, they probably would have called the sourdough starter San Francisco starter or something like that. Well, because, um, like, well, all the, the f- cheeses. Well, the French have yeah. a, say, a, a term called terroir. Uh-huh. Which means territory, the earth. Uh, from, oh, like, yeah, so t- basically, it's basically uh, you're going to taste uh-huh. the environment, yeah. the, the soil, the moisture oh, yeah. in the air. The like a good Pinot Noir was with the 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 cold air from the ocean blowing into the you know yeah the mountains of yeah. Sonoma and stuff. All all these things are are <clears throat> everything's know, interconnected in that respect. Yeah, and they're the best. Thing. Speaking of which, I just got back from Saint Croix. Uh, my friend Anna and Tarek invited me to their house. All right, let it. Let, where is Saint Croix? Saint Croix is in the U.S. Virgin Islands. It's about um, 700 miles uh, east of Venezuela. So east of the northeast end of uh, of South America. Right. And so s- s- probably south of, of – in the Caribbean. Yep, in the Caribbean. And um, um, kind of the, the ingredients south. there were amazing, and yeah. I was really inspired – uh, by the in what way the spices the spices the uh you know the the environment everything's fresh there right everything is fresh that there, there's no Cisco there <laughs> yeah 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 they can't ha- they can't make a Cisco there you know and, and and it's cool that's island culture for you you know you really have to, be able to make it's called cru- it's called cruising there 
What they the call cruise, the Crucian culture, and Crucian. you know, um, Saint they have this very famous uh, rum there, Crucian rum. Uh-huh. Um, and they have their which own sugar I, cane. Uh, I think Anna would t- would if she was here would be like he indulged too much on it, but mm-hmm. uh, it was yeah. I mean, I'm gonna you know inspired me to maybe cook with rum, cook with spice rum. Yeah. Uh, seafood. Oh yeah, man! That the flavor of rum going into things is amazing. Peppers. I mean, uh, ch- chilies. I mean, the only thing that's really common here is rum balls. But I mean, there's all sorts of things you could use. Rum eggnog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eggnog. Um, uh, but yeah, rum mixed with things so well, and, and they probably has its own culture from. It does. It's uh, we were looking at a lot of ruins of uh, of plantations, sugar plantations. Yeah. So sugar so, came so out. So not of only their sugar coming from that area, but also what comes in their microorganisms that, sure. that ferment it when the the mash or whatever's ma- or you know the fermentation happens comes from Saint Croix. And I imagine uh, they used uh, casks, you know, wood casks. Yeah, from local wood. And, that, and once again, another f- element of Saint Croix and in that flavor of the rum. Flavor. Exactly. Yeah. And and you know and you might say rum is rum, but no, it's not. And it's once, not. Yeah, you get to know what's what, and and so that's a cool thing. My beer. You know, it's another thing that, like, if, if you just leave it out, it will do what it does. But everything that you make that tastes like something is something that someone isolated and repeated it over and over again. You know, just cloned it over and over again. And so so every, you know, when we start, we, we are not good enough to make our own um, cheese up from our own. I mean, though Leaf is practicing that. I mean, he's doing, if you could say, I'm doing going through, like, a classical education, and he's going through, like, just fucking do whatever education, you know. And so I'm like trying to follow the recipe till the, till I get comfortable with it. Then I start to experiment, and he's like experimenting to so he can get comfortable with it, and then maybe trying a recipe once in a while. So so there's two ways of making cheese. One is to use a culture that has been comes from France or comes from wherever the culture is made. That's why cultures are our cheese names are related to where they come from. Like cheddar, it comes from ch- cheddar, England. You know, uh, um, uh, Brie de Mont, you know, comes from Brie de Mont, or Brie that being a town in, Lund- in France or something like that. Because every cheese is related to how it was aged in the area that it was, right? And the cows and the whatever, everything that's involved in making cheese is, is related to the area, so they name the cheeses after the area they come from. Right, Mont means world, doesn't it? Bring the moo moo like oh, okay. I don't know M E A U X or something like okay. that. Okay, okay, that's more like it because when it's a mon, it's like fin de yeah, mon. mon. You know, yeah, fin de you, mon. You know French better than me. I, I I found out last week that my French is terrible. I I talked to Adonis in here. There's a beer in uh, Montreal called fin de mon, uh-huh. which means end of the world. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's fin really cool you, painting. You, you told me about that. Yeah, yeah. It's got a really cool painting of these guys going over the edge of a waterfall into yeah, the abyss. Yeah, yeah, that's great. The part, artwork is is definitely a good part. I mean, once again artwork a representation of a culture of an area mm-hmm. right i mean yep. you you could put everything into an area into a beer or you know i mean don't get like it's all been done before it's not been done here now you know what i mean um and that cheese so 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 beer has the yeast so so just 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 let me list this really quick it'll take me two minutes and then and then we'll get through that so like cheese the only ingredients milk rennet sometimes salt and uh and and culture Right. And you could take that one away culture because really that comes from the environment. So three ingredients, milk, rennet, and you could take rennet away because that that doesn't have to be if you do a lactic. With, with, but 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 you, you could can. do lemon uh, instead of rennet. Right. Yeah, yeah. You could do lemon juice. So so but well, no, no, that's a different end. And um, and and uh, yeah, 
so so milk and rennet comes from milk the intestine of a uh, pig right yeah no I, see th- this is another thing rennet comes from the intestines of um whatever animal that drinks okay. milk okay right and so so um generally from a calf right their stomach has rennet in it cuz it uses that to create cheese in its in a sense in its stomach to make it uh, uh digestible for the calf Right, they suck. They actually the milk. have uh, three stomachs, don't they? Cows? Four, four, four. Okay, I could tell you all of them. <laughs> rumen, rumen, reticulum, omasum, and abomasum. But we'll we'll go there later. <laughs> so uh, this is like called you know this isn't called following the flow anymore. It's called distracted Joel. Um, so so there's cheese has the three ingredients. So so salt, milk, rennet. All right. Um, um, and so the the one other element is the fermenting the culture. Right, the environment. So you could say salt, cheap milk, rennet, environment. Okay. Uh, next one, um, beer or yeah, beer, water, uh, barley, um, hops, uh, hops, and then the environment or the yeast. Right. Okay. Four ingredients: uh, sourdough, water, flour, uh, starter, s- s- environment, and, and salt. Right. Salt and Water seemed to be in everything, <laughs> you know. Salt and water in, and in cooking and, and flour. Some sometimes, but not not always. So the next one: wine, grapes, water, environment. Right? I mean, that's that's one of the easiest ones. Honey, water, environment. That's all you need to make a honey mead. You know, um, what was the other one we were talking? So about? the moral of the story is: Fruit Loops are preferred three to one over Cheerios. That's right. And the more you know. I'll do that anytime <laughs> Sean makes a, a joke. <laughs> and now for something completely different. Okay, so now moving on. Oh, so anyway. So did I inspire you enough? I'm going to go to uh, Nyack in about in a few weeks and go to the Black Cat Theater and do a cooking show there, which will go on Rock yes. World Radio. Yes. We're, um, since we're saying it in this radio show, it'll make it official. We're going to make a video for Sean. Because Sean, Sean's a very talented cook. He's been doing it a long time. How did you get into cooking? Uh, just started off as a dishwasher when I was like, 18 and the chef called me over and said you know show me how to do knife work and said filled this three gallon yeah. bucket with onions this yeah, big yeah 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 this was, was the first and last time i cut my finger and you know i just had to go up the ladder that way onions i, I onions are a culprit i i've cut my fingers only on onions and, and it was twice i have yeah, my mine was seven I, my, stitches never again right here right here me too onions right here pointer, pointer, yeah so because it's like this you know, yeah. and you gotta have We're a sharp right-handed. knife. We're right-handed, we yeah. have the same scar. Yeah, and on onions. So it just goes to show. Maybe I'll be a good chef one day. Um, Sean's kind of you know been my trainer a little bit with with chefing. You know, it's really just with Sean training. It's kind of like you know just watch me go, my fish buddy, and don't 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 screw up. What's that? My fish partner. Fish partner. What does that mean? Fridays, you usually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We do fish, fish food. Yeah, on Fridays we did fish. At, but sadly now I'm I'm running the bakery, because uh, Nam got deported. <laughs> <laughs> Nam got deported, and and she's trying to get a green card, and she's like panicking over there and lose and. Having some amazing and, food again, though. But having amazing food, that's probably... Thailand. Local. Thailand. I mean, she's from Thailand. Thailand's like number four or five in population of the world. Like, it's gigantic. I, I You know, I shouldn't make any claims because... Let me... let me. I, I can go on the computer to find populations because I really screwed that up with Germany. I said, like, Germany's like number eight, right? And they're like 17 or something like that in the world. I, I don't know. 
But Thailand, when I looked at that list, I remember Thailand was up there. So, I mean, Thailand's quite a culture. That's one of the biggest Southeast Asian. It's got its own thing, a little bit more Buddhist than... To, than, than uh, There's Hindu there, than too. Than Hindu, right? right. Yeah. And probably has got a little influence of Muslim coming from that sure, Southeast, sure. you know, going thing. Amazing. But, uh, yeah, I mean... The arts and music and, and food is just but, ridiculous. You know, it's still... It's like, you know, imagine you... Going from United United States and living in St. Croix, for instance, and then having to go back to the United States to be able to get back to St. Croix. Having I mean, to go back be... to the United States to be able to get a good night's sleep because of the heat and humidity. Oh, wasn't that bad? <laughs> it was pretty humid. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're spoiled when it comes to back on that refrigeration thing. I, you know, ice is civilization. Uh, from the book uh, Mosquito Coast, uh, Thoreau. In other words, uh, civilization really, you know, refrigeration, electricity, oh, these yeah. things that that's really helped. Uh, um, civilization happen. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you know, um, it just goes to show because you know, um, I was just talking like I'm watching this show that you would seem doesn't really apply very well, but it it, it applies really well to knowing a lot of things and it's called how the states got their shape on, on yeah, Netflix. yeah 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 and uh and so like i found out that like the top 10 major cities in united states flipped upside down the second we got air conditioning right ice you're talking ice and civilization right i mean uh civilization seems to be more stable in the north right and that maybe we brought it south because of air conditioning, but like, um, well, yeah, storage of food, that, food yeah, storage. I mean, that when kind it gets that hot, you know, people get crazy. You know, and they also, keep, well, you have, uh, you know, it's hard to keep control. Yeah, right. I mean, and so, um, and the, fatigue. So, so listen, to all these these cities that would not be ma- the top ten if they were not air conditioned. Uh, all of a sudden, Houston, boom. Right. You know, that's you know, um, Dallas, Fort Worth, boom. Uh, Las Vegas, boom, went through the roof. Los Angeles. Los Angeles, boom, five or four so far. Phoenix, five. Five of the top ten cities because of air conditioning. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you can go out in those beautiful and water And water diversion. And and, yeah, and water diversion, the Colorado River. Yeah, yep, that, yep. and it mentioned that. I mean, this this thing really was a, is a cool perspective of how this the the um, United States became what it was. I mean, political borders, you know, seem arbitrary now because we've seen them since we've been born. But I mean, United States has been forming since you know since the beginning, just slowly growing. You know, I mean, if if you think of like the United States from the birth seventeen seventy six to now, it'd be like this. It'd be like this little sliver on the east coast, and then all of a sudden, big Louisiana Purchase, and then you know, slowly and slowly, these little lines of borders are forming, and it comes up, and then all of a sudden, you know, we get Alaska and we get Hawaii, and later in the time, but I mean, like there was a lot of stuff that happened then, and it's a really great education. So, populations of the world, I don't see. Um, I don't see Thailand in the top ten. Oh, you um, know it's funny. I uh, I think you know everybody's like USA. We're number one. We're number one. So just for laughs, I, I wanted to see what the world's drinking water quality was. We're not in the top ten. Really, drinking water quality? <laughs> yeah. what, what's the top one? The top one is uh, Switzerland. Switzerland. Okay. Well, you know, I, that's that's a hard problem. But I mean, we're probably we're... the top for like top ten countries, though. I mean, that's a hard problem. Water quality. I mean, we're pumping so much crap, and the. I mean, we got the biggest Great Lakes. That, that's the other thing. I we think have... our water has the the higher highest uh, uh, concentration of uh, pharmaceuticals in it. Oh my God, we're getting high from our own water, right? Um. So so. 
you can you know China's number one, India number two, United States is number three. Uh, guess what's number four? Mexico. Nope. Indonesia. Mm. Would you guess that? I suppose it's a pretty small country, though. I guess I wouldn't. I mean, it's a, a whole island, you know. Uh, and then there's Brazil, you know, gigantic Brazil. I know the the, the most populous uh, city isn't that Mexico City. No, it's probably the most polluted. Mexico, Mexico City. <laughs> I think it's the worst air quality in the world as well. It, it probably is, but it is a pretty big city too. I, I think it's in the top top like three or something like that. Um, Tokyo, Mexico City, and like uh, one of the Chinese cities like are constantly like like out of this world big um but i'm trying to find thailand at all thailand's number 21 with a population of 65 million okay wow that's not really that's not not terribly big um number six is pakistan seven nigeria nigeria that's that's a interesting african country you know um bangladesh i don't even know bangladesh is right next to thailand so bangladesh has that much oh bangladesh is like like a little india like country it's famous for that's flooding i think it has the <laughs> it's a very low um uh in in re- relationship the whole country is basically sea level okay and and maybe it's like the whole drain off of india goes there <laughs> that's right where all the it's where all the flip-flops end up the flip-flops like between Hindu, between Buddhism, like like uh, Belgium or, you know, which are not quite French, not quite German. No, I mean literally the flip-flops, the sandals, they float down into oh. Bangladesh oh, after, a, after a flood. There you go. <laughs> um, okay. It's, uh, number, number nine is Russia. That makes sense. Ten is Japan. I didn't think t- Japan would make the top ten. Eleven, Mexico. There's your Mexico. Twelve, Philippines. 13, Vietnam. Vietnam. Whoa. Who would have thought? Those Southeast Asian countries are just packed, yeah. right? Yeah. What, what do you think of that? That's, have you ever been in the jungle? Well, I was in the rainforest in St. Croix. That was pretty awesome. Yeah? What was that like? Um, it was very a lot of life in such a small, you know, three-feet area. You have a lot of life. Uh, yeah. Concentrated, yeah. What, like, what was something you saw right away? Just like you bugs? know, a lot of um, a lot of like, you know, a lot of um, uh, plants there are um, parasitic. So you have lots of like, you have some beautiful orchids, but they're growing out of a you know tree thirty yeah. feet up, and you know there's vines everywhere. And then and there's it, a parasite on the parasite. Exactly, exactly. Were there were there mushrooms and, I and didn't little see, animals I, and. Insects, you know, yeah, entomology. crawling on the ground. And I'm sure an entomologist, yeah. you know, heaven, heaven for, yeah. you know, the jungle. But Yeah, I, I you know what I heard? Um, some weird, like, we got the Florida rainforest or whatever, but uh, some something about the Smoky Mountains, which is some weird situation where it's like the, the meeting ground of north and south. Like, you have the largest range of animal species in... In that and and Smokies is considered kind of a rainforest because it's got a weird like sure. bowl thing going on. Well, that's what happens in the ocean with certain currents and stuff. You've yeah. got you know the highest concentration of fish and yeah, stuff so, because it's, it's the so food cool. gets drawn into this current. So and, Croy has its own thing. I mean, you're, sure, you're, you're sure. all into that. I mean, you're still in St. Croix right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was really kind and gentle today in the kitchen. I'm really trying to keep that island uh vibe going yeah yeah sean sean doesn't accept too much uh you know he doesn't have much tolerance for for people you know messing up 
Like it's just it it you know it's it's one of his his cultures. You came from a hard hard cook. Uh, my chefs were like you yeah, know you're much hard abusive abusive exactly. <laughs> I mean they, I hear like chef game is kind of like rock and roll. You know like it's just people like you know d- kind of dodging law and kind of like coming in and out of town and like just being amazing but also like got these all these flaws and drunks and alcohol or, or in like uh um you know drug users and like real real flamboyant people right uh it depends i mean i guess you, i saw that at hard rock a little bit yeah i mean i'm sure in the real intense scenes you but must see that no not in fine dining i mean fine there's dining. no tolerance for that kind of stuff you know craziness well yeah but i mean there's crazy people that can like hold it together Enough for that, but I guess like so. they're borderline. No, I don't know. I I just I could see. I mean, if you have, a I, problem, I was listening to a podcast and they kind of brought that up, and it totally made sense. Chef will Chef will pull you in uh, in the office and have a sit down with you and be like, you know, uh, if I can help you in any way, but you know, no, I'm talking about the chef themselves. Oh, the chefs themselves. Um, they're like rock stars. Yeah, I guess in certain ways, uh, sure, especially if they're like, you know, in the fast lane. Yeah, and 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 they're probably well. Okay, what does that mean? Well, I'm like my friend Rosano. He retired recently. He did Lanterna Tuscan Bistro for 14 years, one of the busiest restaurants in Nyack, and and quit the game while he was on top. Yeah, but he only had a few glasses of wine, if that, with his meal. He was a cop, an ex cop in Italy. Well, I, I guess I, maybe I'm not, you know, to, to get the drug so much into it. But I mean, like, just is it not like you'll a find rock and more? Roll? You'll I mean, find more of that going on with the bartenders. Star. Bartenders, yeah. Okay, I just feel like you know you could be stars. You know, like like you're kind of like you have to perform, right? You're, you're performing for people, and you have hours that are tough, and you like probably have to put like your life into this, and you got weird like life habits. You know, I mean, right? Isn't that? Kind I think of it's. Part been, I it? think you suffer. It's if you want to be in the long term, you suffer a lot harder if you didn't take care of yourself. So yeah. you'll find a lot of chefs too that are working out regularly, go to the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's a hard life if you can't get your act together. Right, like you have right. to really you have be to stay sharp. Yeah. yeah. So so it, it can burn out a lot. Of you people. can burn out really fast if yeah, you're yeah, abusing yeah. yourself. Yeah. Sure. And also probably people are tempted to do certain things, you know, that are regulations and everything, right, that are against, like, you know, you know what I'm saying. Plus, right? if you're a famous chef, you don't want to be in the newspaper as uh, got pulled over and busted for, you know, an ounce of blow. <laughs> then I, your career's over. I, I agree. But so so it's basically like it's it's kind of nightlife adjacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get off work, you're, you're part, you're, the chef is with his crew. Yeah. And then the front of the house, the bartender and the waiters are, with, are there through. They're drinking the martinis. Uh-huh. And the, the, the cooks, and, uh, you know, they're drinking the beer. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the Salvadorians in this case. And uh, the head chef yeah, having a, a, you know, a beer with his so, buddies. So, you, I mean, it's, and so it's kind of like a blue-collar job in a sense. Yeah, but it's kind of funny the way it's separated because uh, the, it's kind of like Lebanon and Palestine. You're on the same uh, ground, but uh, it's like you're fighting the front of the house and the back of the house. You know, they're like right, fighting and, and like <laughs> yelling. No and then when it's over with, you guys are friends again and you know, <laughs> another day done. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, so, so you've been doing it for like since years. you were 18. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you're 50 now, 30, over 30 years. Um, and, uh, you've had, you know, like hard rock cafe and like you've worked in Nyack, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you've also worked here, which is more dynamic, right? And, uh, more meaningful, more meaningful. I'm working for people I love now yeah. as opposed to just, you know, regulars or in and out. strangers. Yep. 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 Tourists. Um, so you, so how did you make your way over here? You know, you came from Las Vegas. What was your family like? I mean, what, what did you come from? 
Well, I mean, if you lived in Las Vegas, what did your parents do? Well, I mean, my I was just there. My mom called me to to go there because I was you know approaching twenty one, and she knew there's a lot you know a lot of opportunity, yeah. uh, food industry, but also you know I could be in the casino Turning industry. Twenty one, yeah. So you're so, pretty young when you move this area. Uh, in, to not, to Vegas, we're talking about still. Oh, to, yeah, okay, okay, and then you mean uh, you mean for cooking for for anything involving with you know hotels and yeah, yeah. and the food industry or anything. You know, my mom said you have a lot, a lot of opportunity, so I went from California to Las Vegas. And okay, so you started in California. Yeah, yeah. Which I, part of California? Actually, um, Northern California. Um, my first job was construction with my father at the time. Um, okay. Eighteen in high school and working with him construction. Okay. Okay, so so you you uh, left home. You did you go to college or? Uh, so I went to Sonoma uh, College for a little while in in California, and learning computer stuff that is okay. totally uh, irrelevant today. <laughs> yeah, like Fortran and DBase, and yeah. you know, um, yeah, yeah. I, that was a waste. And you and yeah, you weren't inspired. Uh, no, no. And, I was actually in, in graphic arts. And, and did you have any thing. idea that Chef would be calling you or did something happen? Yeah, I always left it food. Just when, when, you, when you started I had a working. feeling. Yeah. I, I didn't know. I didn't realize how, uh, how the dynamics were in the kitchen, you know, in, in the restaurant business. But uh, I just slowly gravitated towards uh, kitchen and, and stuff like that. In yeah. Vegas, I did pizza, wood-fired pizzas and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That was fun. We've we've done some pizza cooking together. You yeah, know that yeah. that's that's a fun experience. I, I'm I'm getting better. You know, I'm still learning. You know, um, I always watch the guys at the pizzeria, and I know their dough is not as thin as mine. I think that's one of the things. But I I have only once slid slid my pizza off the the sheet um, peel peel. You know, without worrying about it, but uh, for the most part, I'm like, no way. I mean, I got like paper thin crust. I'm. It's just gonna sag. Yeah, there's nothing like word fire to really uh, be like, you know, (laughs) hardcore when you got you know 14 pies in a wood burning oven and you've got to keep them turning and one gets stuck and then it's a disaster and you have to start over and it's like burning and. I mean, so so basically, I just pull out my stone put it on the zone and then put it in there and it works it works for me and especially enables me to make a really really thin crust i think i'm not sure maybe i'll get better and slippery I, enough i think one of these days we'll go to mario's together and yeah, yeah, yeah. i in uh, nanuet and i'll see if they'll let me you know do a few pies there. yeah 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 that'll right. be cool yeah totally and uh look joel i have to get going it's oh, 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 uh, dude. all I'll right get, all right all right that sounds good um, so, uh, well, it was a pleasure, man. And I, I would hope to find out a little bit more and to let you talk more. <laughs> oh yeah. But I, you know, keeping things rolling. So I'm going to play my, my going. Yeah. The last later. thing you need is another cup of coffee, Joel. Yeah. I had a little beer. <laughs> yeah. I, I need, I needed to get a little, you know, psyched up, you know, it's got me excited to, to, to know that you were going to come, you know, cause you got good you know, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to talk more about that. Uh, I'll set the date for that cooking show. Uh, yeah, yeah, and That'll yeah, be man. awesome because that'll be visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. And so, um, you know, shout out to everybody, um, all of uh, um, hopefully Sean's friends that will see this, you know. Oh, um, that's right. Hopefully Anna and Tarek will be here for the beer, and they're really excited about it. Yeah, yeah. And, I told uh, them all about it. And we'll, you know, hopefully make that, and they'll be probably one of your audience members for your for your. That's video possible show. if yeah, I do yeah. it or not. Uh, so, so try to get people out to see that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a full audience, so we're going to uh, advertise Anna Marquee out front of the Black Hat theater so this is a real big yeah, like yeah, who, yeah. who have you talked to about this well the, just the the guy who the owner who's a good friend and he um 
he'll, he'll promote it, you know, like crazy on the internet. So it'll be cool. So I'll have be able to tell some jokes and hear a hundred people laughing, okay. hopefully, okay. or I'll hear some crickets. Well, yeah, you know, see, the thing, I have this thing called a, a, a flow moment, and I wish I would have been able to do that with you, but it's too bad. But um, that sounds great, man. Um, so I, I'll promote that myself, and maybe hopefully I can help you in that whole situation. Sure, sure, you know, it'll be fun. Gonna, it's going to take some. A little I'm, bit and of actually, a, I'm going to use the island inspirations. I'm going to use some crazy spices yeah, with yeah, some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sea scallops, Maybe that kind of stuff. Maybe you'll talking like this. <laughs> There's right? a lot of what, Rastas what, there. Was there a sort of last of man there? Yeah, 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 lots. That was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You must be able to talk like this, man. <laughs> right? Since you've been listening Spirit a lot more. Spirit to the most high, Jar Rastafari. Right. Emperor Haile Selassie. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Well, Emperor Haile Selassie was a gentleman that, that the, the Rasta thought was a reincarnation of Christ. Ah. And he was a real gentleman and... Um, and he he was a really good person, you know, very like like a Gandhi. Right, say say it one more time. I'm gonna I'm gonna isolate that. Spirit to the Most High, Ja Rastafari, Emperor Haile Selassie. <laughs> All right, man, that was great. Um, glad to have you, Sean. All right, brother. <laughs>